0: Hi, I'm Anna Marie Cox, and do you think I'd put any effort into trying to amuse you?
1: <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel Dresner. We make a good team, Anna. Are you sure you're not a god?
0: I, I'm going to have to cut my wrist and see, Dan. Oh, yeah. and oh,
1: <laughs>
0: see, see what flows from my veins. Yes. <laughs> if it's liquid gold, that I might be. Welcome to Space the Nation, where we look at science fiction through the lens of
1: ecclesiastical governance
0: and agrarian fantasia today we'll be talking about dan
1: gods of egypt
0: perfect okay. in the next few weeks we will continue to talk about gerard butler movies <laughs> this is butler vember um, an annual celebration of all things gerard butler annual at least of this one year only
1: for this one year
0: <laughs> only for this one year in in the discord <laughs> we were asked if we would do
1: Octavia Butler for Which, the next Butler. I have November. to say I kind of like that suggestion. and I know, do too. Yeah. If we prep any bits,
0: Yeah. We both loved Kindred we a did. lot. Yes. And it's supposed to be on TV. Maybe we could do Kindred the TV show. We could. For next Butler member. Yes, November. that might be good. Yes. Hmm. If you are listening, you might already know that you can become a patron. You might already be a patron. If you don't know, well, get on over to patreon.com slash space the nation. It's, it's cheap. It's like $3 a month to become a patron. Mm -hmm. And there's a little bit other stuff too. There's higher levels of care and (laughs) you get things if you give us money, like early access to episodes and our monthly AUA. Mm -hmm. And Dan, I have legit news.
1: You do. Do tell yeah. What is the news? We're gonna have merch. <gasps> the merch is real? Praise The merch is real. Praise the gods, Anna. Praise we're the gods. Do- we're doing a capitalism.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I fully now support the merch this. will sort of anti-capitalist slogans on it. <laughs> So we're doing the but Che that's what makes it funny, Dan. We're doing that's the Che Guevara what shirt
1: of capitalism is what Yes, what we're
0: doing we're doing Che Guevara shirts. Okay. Without without the violence Yes, yes. And I will let people know more when I know more, but we have designs. Uh that's another reason to be a patron, Dan, because you'll be on the Discord and, mm-hmm. and see that is the designs. where Yes. That is where we, we voted on designs. Mm-hmm. And they were all great. Uh, designed by Dan Brennan, one of our listeners Thank and you, patrons. Dan. Thank you, Dan. Uh, and we're going to maybe throw all of them up now in this day of print on demand, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and we'll see. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, there's also been some clamoring for an enamel pin of the show logo, <laughs> which... I like the idea of the people that work at the space jobs wearing one of our pens on their lapel at work. Okay, that that's is what I cool. like.
1: Yeah
0: yeah. What I mean. yeah, yeah. Dan, what's another way that listeners can support the show?
1: Well, and and this one I might add costs you nothing. You can rate the show. You can review the show. You can tell your friends and neighbors about the show. You can tell your space colleagues about the show. <laughs> I think all of these things will, you know spread word of mouth about the show, and, you know, basically grow uh, what we're trying to do organically. And you and can j- promote
0: us on the socials. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of socials, Dan. I can't even keep track. There's, there's so the many. There's... Ticks and talks.
1: Yeah. There's And the, the Gram. And... Oh, the Gram. There's the Gram. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: There, there's the B Real, which my Siri voice always pronounces as Brawl, <laughs> which I love. Mm-hmm. That's a photo app, Dan, that I the kids would... are using. Oh, OK. Yeah? Good to know. Good yeah. To know. Yep, yeah. Yeah. Photo app. Excellent. We are on Twitter, as he as said, and that is probably the best place to reach us.
1: Yes. I am at Anna Marie Cox. And I am at Dan and, and we're going to be on Twitter we... for as long
0: as as long as long we can exactly. be. Exactly. <laughs> yes. I was going to say, to be
1: clear, we don't know, but maybe by the time you're listening to this, Twitter is not quite the same place as, as it was before, but we're, we'll still be there. I plan on sticking around for at least a little bit. Blue check mark or not, Anna?
0: Dan, I was going to ask you how you are, but do you want to talk about Elon Musk instead? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm doing better than him, I think, is the answer. I mean, there's no denying that man is much, much, much richer than I am. But like, I don't think I will quite have the same public meltdown that, that he is demonstrating right now. It's legit yeah. fascinating.
0: He's the robot dog that caught the Tesla.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's, uh, oh, that's good. He, yes. Yes.
0: he does not know what to do. No. and he's he's showing how bad all of his ideas are
1: <laughs> like, it is, he's as, just it, it is, putting all his ideas out there as bad it's honestly <laughs> stunning to watch all of this in real time and i i confess there is a part of me that is like gobsmacked by this there's also a part of me i'm actually beginning to feel a little bit sorry for him not too much but a little bit i yeah. know i know but like there are people rooting for his destruction which i kind of sort of get but on the other hand I like SpaceX and I like Tesla, so like you know, I I, yeah. I confess I'm a little more ambivalent about this. But yeah, it's 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 not good.
0: I don't know how I feel about SpaceX and Tesla. Fair enough. Being in Austin, yeah, fair enough. I don't want the economy to collapse. Right,
1: that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I, you know, I this way. I,
0: I wish yeah. we didn't depend quite so much on such an asshole. <laughs> like...
1: You know, it's almost like that's a critique of capitalism. On it.
0: But it's almost like it. Speaking of which, we should we should get onto this, this amazing movie, movie the this, God's this of movie Egypt. that exists yes. that exists because capitalism actually. Yeah. Well, yes and no. Like it's an interesting story about mm-hmm. how this this film's economic history intersects with capitalism and how it doesn't.
1: What is your prior experience with Gods of Egypt, Dan? Anna, I'm not going to lie. I honestly have no memory of this film coming out, and that is quite a statement because you know <laughs> usually I'm someone who you know. Like, if I'm on spending a couple minutes on YouTube, we'll watch a trailer for a movie that's coming out. And this had a cast where I probably would have seen the trailer. I have zero memory of this coming out. It is possible that when you originally suggested it, I conflated it in my brain with Prince of Persia, which does have <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal, I think. But, like, you know, it's, it's similar yep. sort of tone. I, I literally don't remember anything about this movie. What about you, Anna?
0: Dan, it would probably surprise you if I told you that a trailer for this movie ran during the Super Bowl.
1: What? what you probably or, 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 saw the trailer yes. or the words of Urshu what
0: <laughs> you probably saw the trailer Dan Oh, God. you probably did but 2016 we were all thinking about other shit oh you yeah know? that's true that's like true. it was it was a bad year yeah lots of lots of you know media trauma yeah i remember it because i like dark city and alex proyas has done so little Mm -hmm. i thought well that that looks sort of interesting and i rewatched the trailer and the trailer does its best with what it has like many trailers
1: do yeah yeah, you know like yes i mean
0: you you watch it and you're like this could not could be not terrible (laughs) you know (laughs) this could be not terrible it turned out
1: Mostly it terrible. It was not
0: not terrible.
1: Yeah, mostly <laughs> terrible. Not completely, and we'll we'll talk about the good stuff as well, but but as we were saying right before, how do I put it? This is not nearly as good a film as Gamer, but I did enjoy it more weirdly. Well, it's not as fucking bleak. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, That's part of it. Well Yeah.
0: What it says about the world is bleak, in that it exists, but (laughs) it does not have a a
1: bleak worldview itself. There is
0: a goofiness
1: to this film that does not exist at all in gamers, the way I would Although it may be unintentional. Yeah, that's, yes, absolutely. (laughs) I will say also,
0: I think I may have seen this movie, Dan.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, you mean when it came out? Oh, wow.
0: (laughs) Not in the theater, Wow. But I think I may have seen at least some of it. Oh, and that's it, amazing. Obviously it's I can't use the well I was drinking then excuse. <laughs> so it it's it's that it does that little with itself.
1: Yeah. You know? Let's let's put it, it this way, Anna, I don't know about you. I you know, I was I watched this on you know, I bought it on Prime to watch it. Oh, you're gonna love this story, Anna. I originally thought I wasn't gonna have to pay to, to watch this film because right. Anna, I was in Rome last week or a few weeks ago. I don't know <laughs> oh, if you knew oh, this. Oh, I had yeah. I, you know I I, I wasn't sure if you were aware of that. And you know, when you're in other countries, Netflix has different offerings.
0: Uh-huh. And so
1: God's of, they, in Italy they had Gods of Egypt And I'm thinking, sweet, I will download it here, and then when I come back, I just, you know, watch it on my iPad, you know, and I oh, watch yeah. the oh. Wi-Fi. Great. So like I come back here, I'm all set to watch it on the iPad. It's in Italian. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? And there is a and small did-
1: part of me that is not, you know, persuaded that maybe if I had watched it even in Italian without understanding a single word, I would have enjoyed it better. But yes, you yes.
0: you might have had a similar experience. That's that, true. It, yes. You know, I think. Yeah. Anywho,
1: so uh, when I, but when I bought it on Amazon, I like you know how Amazon has the trivia features for the film. I do. Yes, I think whoever wrote these trivia features for this film did not like the film. <laughs> like there is a snark to the trivia features that is not normally present in amazon descriptions.
0: Yes, I agree. I know I know the specific piece of quote-unquote trivia yes. <laughs> that you that you speak of. Yes. And and should we should we make that our own little little easter egg l- later?
1: <laughs> I think so. Well, listeners will have to find out what the the you know, you'll just stick with us, trust me, you're oh, gonna you'll you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Yeah. You'll figure yeah, it
0: out. yeah. But before we get to the thing we won't spoil, mm-hmm. we have to talk about Chekhov's What's It, Dan? Yes. Something Did something get introduced in the first act that then
1: did go off in the third? Yeah. So for me, it's Chekhov's Pyramid of Sand, where I think it's Zaya and Beck are going through plans to look for how to in, break into one place. And we see like, you know, Zaya mentioned, oh, no, no, that's that's Pyramid of Sand. You can't do that. It was so obvious that I'm honestly surprised the actors did not look at the camera, yell, Chekhov, and then do jazz hands. Like, it was that, like, you know, I actually, I did actually laugh when they, when they said that. What about you, Anna?
0: This movie just skimmed over my brain so lightly that I'm having trouble remembering the name of the thing that I want to say, which is the, the bracelet. The oh, Chekhov's Bracelet, bracelet like, yes. I don't think it was ever given a name. Yes, the bracelet. No, that, it was like the bracelet of like the 49 stars or something like that. It's the number of or demons yeah. that Set yeah. fought off. But that—that yes. that is another like introduced in a way that they might as well have done jazz hands, you know, with the hand in the bracelet. Yes. woo Yes. Like Chekhov, Chekhov's Bracelet. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't think the actors necessarily had fun with this movie. That's one of, I think, the problems with it, actually. Well, like why it doesn't, why it doesn't, exceed bad into good bad.
1: You know, and part of it is because they must've been like in a cloistered set the entire time, because this is, we'll, we'll get to the, the, the quality of the film. Yeah. <laughs> but, but first let's get to the story behind the story. And with Butler Vember, we will open the story behind the story with a question, the same question every time. So Anna, what was Gerard Butler's agent thinking when he decided to take this role? Dan? Yes, Anna?
0: This was supposed to be a franchise.
1: <laughs> that's amazing!
0: I know. I know. It was supposed oh to be a franchise God. to replace the Hunger Games franchise. Oh,
1: Jesus Christ, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. That's what they were thinking. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, Beck is the new Katniss, right? You know like a, a hero we can all root for comes from the people i mean i don't know what the fuck you would have done done for a gods of egypt 2 although i did find a fan site that has a speculative plot for gods of egypt 2 <laughs>
1: There is one. There is at least one fan, so that's good to know. There is a fan site, so that's impressive. Yes, there okay. is a
0: fan site. Like well, it's like a it's like a fan. It's like one of those wikis, that, oh, okay. like a yeah, fandom yeah. wiki, yeah. and someone has decided to, to post okay. a, a right. synopsis of a possible Gods of Egypt two. So yes, this was supposed to be a franchise, and I suppose they did not read the script when deciding it was supposed to be a franchise. Just it's supposed to be a franchise. So we'll okay. there we go. The interesting thing about this movie is that. Mm. For whatever reasons people were doing it, it was actually lower risk than it kind of appeared. So Lionsgate is the production company behind the film, and they did something kind of unusual mm-hmm. uh, in in making it, which is they they managed to get the Australian government to provide a tax credit for almost half of the film's budget.
1: Ah, uh, yes, the miracle the miracle <laughs> of Hollywood accounting. Fair
0: enough. And then. Foreign rights covered almost everything else. Okay. So Lionsgate wound up spending only about 10 million of their own money mm-hmm. making this movie, which is astounding, yeah. right? To promote it, it was probably about 40 or 50 million. They only needed it to make 60 or 70 million to make a little bit of a profit, right? Uh huh. So. Dan, it did not make $70,000. <laughs> it did not make
1: that. Which is a great vindication of the American consumer. Yeah.
0: It made $30 million domestic. Oh, that's awful. Oh, yeah. So I was looking at the, the weekly box office returns, yeah. and by a couple months in, <laughs> the, the weekend box office was like $3,000. <laughs> Ooh. couldn't buy a car oh, <laughs> the other thing that's that i wanted to point out is that the writing team behind this is matt sasma and burke sharpless which is an amazing name
1: by the that way is a fantastic name burke sharpless I, that, yeah, yeah
0: it sounds like a vonnegut character i think maybe uh anyway they were the the geniuses behind such films as dracula untold oh dear and the last witch hunter uh-huh. that's what they had on their resume so, again, this goes back to what were they thinking when they thought this could be a franchise. Most recently, that's the pair that brought us the movie Morbius, Dan. <laughs> which, as you know, I kind of loved because I thought it was, like, it's like sweetly trashy. Uh, but most people did not love it, not even ironically. No, and they, although no. they managed to convince the movie company that they liked it ironically, which is kind of kind of funny. The thing we were referring to earlier... <laughs> Uh, is, there was a bit of a backlash over the casting of this movie, Dan.
1: Really? I, I don't understand uh, why. Yeah, I, was, was
0: yeah, mm, yeah. yeah, and perhaps best encapsulated in the piece of trivia, quote-unquote trivia, that Amazon, I think, leads off with. Yes, I, do, it was like, the
1: first thing that I saw, which I did laugh at immediately and then texted you. It, it, And it was? There were no Egyptian actors in this film. Yes. <laughs> nope. Not a one. Nope. Nope. But you know what? I think those Egyptians are being whiny because the movie isn't called The People or The Mortals of Egypt. <laughs> it's called The Gods of Egypt, okay? I mean, really, that's just being hypersensitive to this stuff, it. Yeah. So
0: 2015, 2016, a bad year. To get caught up in a whitewashing. There's never a good time. But yeah. but I, I would peg, you know, the wokening of America probably starts around then. And it, there's pretty severe backlash. The director and the production company did issue pretty straight out apologies, which some people were like, oh, look, like, they didn't, like, other, like, Ridley Scott, um, over when Exodus came out, and it mm-hmm. had all white people, <laughs> yeah. was like, I needed white people to sell the movie, which... I think is actually the thing should wow. be applauded because that's
1: just that's actually honesty yes true okay yeah
0: um whereas what they did with this movie was apologize and that's it like there was no like and then we're gonna do better next time well Alex Proyas hasn't done a next time so oh is this his wow. last film he hasn't yeah. made another film since then oh has made another film since this okay. yeah Proyas's statements after the movie came out and started to be panned became a little less gracious uh, right. So here's some of his quotes. To exclude any one race in service of a hypothetical theory of historical accuracy would have been biased itself. So weird. Like, I guess I guess what he's saying is that this isn't really history.
1: So I mean, he is correct. I agree with Alex Proyas. This is not history. <laughs> totally fair. I. It's the one thing I'm going to agree with him on. Yes.
0: And then he, 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 I think this was a tweet, actually, and I kind of like it. I, I have to say, um, I guess I have the knack of rubbing reviewers the wrong way. This time, of course, they have bigger axes to grind. They can rip into my movie while trying to make their mainly pale asses look so politically correct by screaming whitewash. You know, it's got does not not have a point, I yeah, would say.
1: Fair enough. So, and also, I will point out, I, I don't know if you saw this technically i think alex proyas was born in egypt
0: yes he's not of egyptian
1: descent he's greek but he is actually born in egypt so you know
0: so there was an egyptian behind the camera but he's about as egyptian as i am puerto rican fair enough uh i was born in puerto Rico. for
1: people wondering
0: why i made that particular (laughs) (laughs) reference (laughs) i didn't come out of anywhere yes yes. sometimes when i tell like I, i have a little bit better spanish than some people i'm not quite bilingual but sometimes I have fun telling people I'm soy Puerto Ricania. That really gets a raises some eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of raising eyebrows, uh, Nicolaj Coster waldu otherwise known as Jamie Lannister, and will be referred to <laughs> as Jamie Lannister from here on out.
1: Yes, for those of you who listened to Brooklyn Nine-Nine, it's because I don't want to have to say, I don't want to mispronounce Nicolaj. (laughs) Uh,
0: Not a great quote from Jamie. A lot of people are getting really worked up online about the fact that I'm a white actor. I'm not even playing an Egyptian. I'm an eight-foot-tall god who turns into a falcon. A part of me just wants to freak out, but then I think, there's nothing you can do about it. You can't win that sort of discussion. So, eh. Uh, Not a super thoughtful. Not not thoughtful? Uh...
1: No? Yeah, uh-huh. I guess. On the other hand, I, I guess my response is it wasn't believable that you were an eight foot tall <laughs> God. It's one of the problems of the film. So yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Chadwick Boseman is in this movie, Dan. <laughs> like, yes. And that is one of the things that is compelling about it, but keep going. Uh,
0: and he was about to do Black Panther when it came out it hadn't come out so Black Panther wasn't out yet uh he he... so this is
1: actually the first role where he plays someone from Africa by the way (laughs) I'm
0: I was trying to think if Civil War had come out
1: or not no it hadn't Civil War came out it came out later all right
0: so so he had been he had been cast as Black Panther at this point but Mm -hmm. hadn't actually appeared on screen as Black Panther so when I was originally approached with the script I thought this critique might come up I really did And I'm thankful that it did, because actually, I agree with it. That's why I wanted to do it, so you would see someone of African descent playing Toth, the father of mathematics, astronomy, and the god of wisdom. And in the movie, I love that he makes this point, Dan. (laughs) And in the movie, I actually outnumber the other gods in the movie, (laughs) literally and figuratively. It's hard for people to know (laughs) that without seeing it. But yeah, people don't make $140 million movies starring black and brown people. Now they do, but at the time he's correct, and-
1: did And really, he's partially responsible for that. I would. That say,
0: is that is also correct. And I like the idea that he was like, they're going to get some shit for this. Like, you know, <laughs> like, He's like there on set, like, man, y- y'all don't know what's coming. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, you don't know. So Gerard Butler, it's kind of hard to say what he thought of that controversy, in part because he didn't really do publicity for this movie. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Well, he's not the star of the film, to be fair. I mean, right? He's a featured player, but he's not hes not carrying this film right. he had, in any way whatsoever.
0: He yes. had London is Falling. Is that the name of the, that series? Yes. yes. He had London Falling yeah, yeah. coming out the same month, and he was promoting that. Ah, that was okay. his excuse, at least. But when he was promoting, <laughs> Dan, please say...
1: Geostorm!
0: Thank you. <laughs> he got asked about if he had any regrets doing Gods of Egypt, and he said no. Because I think it was, you know... I understand the movement generally. But when you consider our movie, one of our leads was based on an Egyptian god who was not black. We had Ethiopians in the film. We had Egyptians in the film. Narrator. No, they didn't. Narrator. No, they didn't. We had all different actors from all over the place. That was, that was never really... Well, they were from everywhere. So I thought that was a little too much to try and damage a movie like that. I disagree. So thoughtful mm. words from George Butler. And I think that's one of he doesn't answer a lot of questions like that dan that's <laughs> in my my research so I, I kind of admire whoever interviewed him like whatever like black box of promotion was happening
1: to actually ask him that question
0: that actually asked him that question i didn't get yeah. much of an answer got a answer i would say yeah fair enough you know and then an interesting tie-in for this this movie dan yes Anna. For some reason I this is something came up. One of the first things that came up when I was googling for the trailer is there was a Gods of uh-huh. Egypt workout <laughs> that was designed by the name of this company Soldier Nation. <laughs> it was yep. an official tie-in, Dan.
1: It was an official, official tie-in. tie-in oh dear so uh
0: google it oh i have another thing to say which i didn't write down because it's just so it's but i of course remembered it jamie lannister got down to seven percent body fat for this movie
1: and good for him for that um
0: no not good for him dan not that's not that's not good for you
1: (laughs) no that's not good good? okay bad for him literally like bad for your body (laughs)
0: okay also promotes unrealistic expectations about people's bodies
1: that's very true.
0: true so That is, that is, I think I've very thoroughly covered what everyone was thinking, which is to say they weren't thinking.
1: (laughs) Excellent. Well, we're about to find out why. Well, again, this movie slides
0: over your brain like, like gold, like gold would.
1: It causes your brain to almost ooze out Uh, of your You put
0: it that way. Yeah. All right.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Let's talk about the plot, Dan.
1: Let's, Anna. All right. Let's start with Act One, Death on the Nile. Welcome to ancient Egypt, where the land is fertile, the women wear low-cut tunics, and everyone speaks with a British accent. Oh, and also, the gods walk among mortals, transform into beasts, and I swear I'm not making this up, bleed gold. Osiris is stepping down as king of Egypt in favor of his son, the dashing god-about-town Horus, who is crushing on Hathor, the goddess of love. The coronation is disrupted by Osiris' brother, Set, played by Gerard Butler, who rules the harsh desert and claims Egypt for himself. Set kills Osiris, forces the other gods to bow down to him or die, and announces a tiered system for the afterlife that will inspire Elon Musk in the future. (laughs) Horus fights Set but loses, and Set gouges his eyes out. He's about to kill Horus when Hathor offers her devotion to spare his life. Flash forward a year, and Set is ruling Egypt with iron and blood. Zaya, a slave to Set's chief architect, Urshu, gives her rapscallion lover, Beck, the plans for Set's pyramid and tells him to steal back Horus' eyes. Beck enters Set's treasure vault and steals one of them. He returns to get Zaya, but is detected by Urshu, who mortally wounds Zaya when she and Beck escape. Beck takes her and the Eye to the exiled Horus, who is super grumpy and so not in the mood to deal with a mortal. Beck bargains and agrees to help Horace to find the other eye if he brings Zaya back from the dead once he's made king. A partnership is born. Anna, I don't even know where to begin with this film. (laughs) Okay, I lied. I do know. There's two questions I have. The first is, did Alex Proyas think, I want to make this film look like the Star Wars prequels, only less gritty? Or was it like, I want to make this film like the Lord of the Rings trilogy, but with slightly less realistic special effects. The effects are so bad. So bad <laughs> in this film. It is obvious that everyone is just standing in front of a green screen, which is why I think everyone is in such a, a foul mood. And again, as you point out, or as Nikolai Klosterwater pointed out, you know, the gods are supposed to be eight feet as opposed to the humans. Sometimes that works. Most of the time it doesn't. It just doesn't. It's in, not even.
0: In the. In the- uh, uh, amazon uh, trivia or prime video trivia there's a yeah. few continuity errors having to do with the height like there's a scene where they're walking through a swamp mm-hmm. and it, the swamp comes up to
1: everyone's mm-hmm. shins yeah which is <laughs> a problem if, like one some of them are supposed to be much much taller the other thing is i legit laughed when set before he kills osiris just before he kills him says in 1000 years of peace what have you accomplished I'm going to answer the thousand years of peace, Anna. That's a pretty big freaking deal. Like, you know, it was just sort of vaguely insane. Like, what have you accomplished with this?
0: And a land of people who dream of nothing more. Also a good thing. Yes. I, I, yeah. yeah. Uh, they dream of nothing but peace, I guess, the sentence construction.
1: Yeah, how dare they? How dare they enjoy their peace? I mean, I swear to God, they're, they're like the worst, Anna. They're the absolute yeah. worst you know, millennial old Egyptians. I I also
0: had, this is a good time to bring up another question I had at that very beginning, which is what does a retired god do?
1: That's a valid question. Do they sit around, play, play, you
0: know, shuffleboard, like, you know, work on their ships and bottles? Like, I I just don't have a vision for what you would do. Like, number one, I just don't imagine being a god is necessarily very hard work. (laughs) Like, I guess you've got a good pension plan, but...
1: Like, well, I don't know. It does look. I mean, based on this movie, it's 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 challenging. Challenging for some of someone when people are so, fighting but yeah, you, but he point. had a
0: thousand years of peace. Yes. So.
1: Yes. You yes, know, I,
0: uh, as far that's as the true. special effects go, yeah, they look bad, and it's like a try-hard problem too, because they're really kind of they want to be good. Like, there's a weird thing. Like, I, I feel like they're aiming for something, right? Like, what you're, you're looking at me like you don't understand well i like they're going for something that hasn't been done before right like this particular okay, like Egyptian enough. sci-fi special right
1: like, the idea of like a fertile egypt and and all of that like you are right like there's some landscapes that and you also can like see there's that, monsters that, I, that you
0: have in them yeah. like the way that the gods look is a little bit different like it it looks more familiar now but it, I think that's a pretty original look but it just' it none of it works like it all feels no like you're watching Saturday morning cartoon it just
1: Right, it screams fake. Like that. Actually, the, I I called this "Death on the Nile" and this act in no small part because I, I kept thinking of Bronowski's "Death of the Nile," which again is another movie where you like it's patently obvious everyone is standing in front of a, a blank wall waiting for the CGI to fill everything in. So,
0: and we mentioned it, like the the blank wall problem, the, the you know, green screen and whatnot. It does really affect, I think, the acting in this movie and the sort of feel of the yeah. movie because actors yeah. who are normally pretty charismatic and like kind of fun on screen, like Jamie Lannister. Right. Like, yeah. it just feels like you've caught him, you know, at the end of the day after he's had his, after his, you know, allotted 500 calories <laughs> has been burned off. <laughs> yes. And he's like.
1: <laughs> you got. You understand why he's grumpy <laughs> yeah. during the, you know, the character. Yeah, he can't grumpy. have a snack. He's standing
0: yes. in front of green screen for eight hours a day and can't have a snack. You know, like, he's going to be, he's going to be hangry. And then everyone else just has this yeah. feel of like, it's not boredom. It's because you could feel Warden feels different. This is like they're kind of annoyed.
1: Yeah, there's energy. It's just a weird, dark kind of energy to it. With one exception. We will get we to will get to continue in. Right, right now. So let's let's go to act two. Our heroes go on a CGI journey. Horace and Beck visit Ra, Horace's grandfather, who's been a wee bit busy preventing chaos Muppet Apophis from devouring the world. Ra declares strict neutrality between his grandson Horus and his son Set, but allows Horus to take a vial of divine waters to quench Set's fire if you get money. Actually, Dan, uh, return- say, I don't, I don't, I don't, actually. like. Okay, <laughs> sorry, just to clarify, yes, that was actually just a cheap joke. The idea is that presumably if you use the divine waters and— Destroy the fire at the pit of Set's pyramid. That that would somehow weaken his power. Honestly, it goes unexplained mostly. This is—I feel like I, like
0: I want to jump in right here to to note that this movie yeah. we you are you're doing as usual heroic work to describe the plot.
1: <laughs>
0: More than usual, this plot is just, nonsense, is just nonsense. It's just yes. It made me wonder actually because I think it is based on a legit. Egyptian. It's based on an it's actual a, 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 a Egyptian legend. And just myth. how? Yes. It's still preposterous, and there's like all these turns in the plot that like don't make any sense. Like, like actually, the very first thing about her sending back to to steal, you know, Horace's eyes. Like, what? Yeah. Like, why? Like, yeah. what?
1: Why would Zayad want to do that? And also, and with like, myths, yeah, you just get to say uh, this
0: is what happened. Like, here is someone right. that did this. You know, and it did make me wonder, mm-hmm. like. About how if you tried to think of, like, Christianity as a science fiction project, like the world building, like, how, is the is the world building of the New Testament any good? You know? Like, it's totally inconsistent. There's lots of retconning. I mean...
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's some retconning in the Old Testament, too. I mean, there's so much retconning. Literally, he floods <laughs> the earth at one point, okay? You just, like... You, you go but away with like, draft one you're you're there's like, like all right, three let's, let's different gospels it.
0: maybe more three yeah. that we you know look sure, at yeah. and they're all inconsistent and then people are like constantly doing oh. shit like for no reason dying hmm. for reasons you know <laughs> sometimes they come back to the dead sometimes they don't so Fair anyway enough. uh okay. I, I think people's religions like sometimes make for bad if you if you're too faithful to them i think it can make for bad world building that's my that's my hot take. It's possible.
1: Okay, so <laughs> returning to Egypt, Horus and Bed battle you Set's like that lesser minions. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, meanwhile, Set and Hathor seem to be playing nice in Set's bed, but she obviously still has the feels for Horus. After Set reveals his plans to defeat all the other gods and conquer the land of the dead, Hathor hightails it to Horus. They then go to Toth, god of knowledge, for help in overcoming the Sphinx who guards Set's pyramid. Beck successfully appeals to Toth's vanity to get him to help, uh, once again demonstrating that maybe mortals have some utility. So, Otto, until I literally started watching this film, I had no idea Chadwick Boseman was in this, and that was amazing. But far more amazing, actually, and I mean this legitimately, is Jeffrey Rush, who plays Ra, because there's not a lot in this film that works beyond Chadwick Boseman, and, at least for me, Elodie Young's costume (laughs) designer. But... Jeffrey Rush is one of them. Rush in this film actually reminds me a little bit of we talked about this when we reviewed, you know, discussed Dark City, how William Hurt was so good in that movie that he elevated everyone else in his scenes with them. And I think that's what Rush does in this. Would you agree?
0: Definitely. He he's captivating. And yeah. what happens in Dark City is William Hurt provides kind of the emotional fulcrum of the movie, you know, like he grounds yeah. it so deeply like the rest of the movie can kind of skate a little because he's giving it so much depth yeah. that's not something that it, jeffrey rush can do here <laughs> like
1: no i mean his, his character, character can't, is, is it's so like tertiary to, to yeah, the yeah.
0: to what's happening yeah. it can't, he can't yeah. really do that but in like the three scenes he's in he's amazing and he makes right. the actors in them amazing like
1: yeah no, I mean, th- th- this, the power of good acting, even in a bad movie, is like, you know, I'm watching this and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, like, you know, I'm trying to pay attention. I'm trying to take notes and so forth. And then when he comes on screen, I was like, oh, wait, hold on. It's just a completely different energy that emerges. And he 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 acts. He's playing his scenes extremely well. And you believe and that's a real character. spoiler
0: alert for, for What Come Night, but his scene with Gerard Butler has some emotional yeah. depth to it. Like it you it's it's yes. like you buy it. Like it's an it's a you know less favored son scene in those you know, it's it's classic mm-hmm. trope. But I fe- felt it. I'm like, oh, like he's really trying to express love. He has trouble you know, it's like he's a cold father, right? <laughs> and he's like trying to figure out how yeah. to express his love for it. He's a withholding with- father. father
1: who believes in bootstrapping and you know And there's some build- pathos there. Like but- you know but this is what I mean by the William Hurt comparison, because you're right. Butler is actually legitimately interesting in that scene as well, whereas, you know, in a lot of the rest of the movie, I actually think he does he acquits himself better than a lot of the other actors. I really do mean this. i like, you know, Butler seems to actually have a little bit of fun with this role. But the scene with 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 Rush is serious, and he plays it seriously, and it's a well yeah. done. Scene. Uh,
0: I also wanted to say yeah. you were talking about Set and Hathor, uh, you know. Like cuddling. Uh, there's a scene so this Yes I think this is where the servants come in and he gets out of bed naked. There's a brief turn ah, to like yeah, that right. and, and there's a brief turn to like the architect guy. Like the architect comes right, in oh, right, yeah. and they he catches them yes. like canoodling.
1: Canoodling. Oh, both came yes, up with yeah. canoodling. I love yeah. how we both said
0: canoodling and he and George <laughs> Butler gets up out of bed naked. And I was like, Oh my god And they, there's the yeah. briefest like reaction shot. Uh-huh.
1: And by Rufus Sewell. Oh, from like Urshu, yes. But yes, I was like, because yes. that's
0: done so well in Thor, Ragnarok, right? Like when Thor gets a, a look at the Hulk man part. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Right, right. There's a great yes. comedy shot there, and they just didn't do it. They, 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 yeah. they lost their nerve. They, they rushed, rushed it, as well. Yeah, uh-huh. yes,
1: uh-huh. yes. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> All right. There you go. All right, let's get to Act Three some hot God on God action. With Beck's daring, Toth's brains, Horus's strength, and the Tin Man's heart, our merry band breaches the pyramid and reaches the center to the source of Set's power. But it's a trap. Set ambushes them, killing Toth and taking his brain. Beck has an opportunity to use the divine water, but Set reveals that Horus has been lying about his ability to bring Zaya back to life because Horus has been a lying prick. Horus does save Hathor and Beck from the collapsing pyramid, however. Hathor, disgusted by Horus's deception and perhaps wanting to exit the movie as quickly as possible, calls Anubis to take Beck to the underworld to see Zaya one last time. She offers her protection bracelet as Zaya's payment for passage to the afterlife, thereby sacrificing herself as the underworld. immediately. Okay, I'm, so,
0: I'm, I'm Shut, sorry. Just level, like all of that yeah, happens, and it's just like blah 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 yeah. blah. You know. Like, it's, like, we're basing this on a myth, so we're not going to bother with motivation or character or story or anything. It's just, like, trust us, it's a myth. Trust us, this is how the myth goes. But you can't just, like, have people doing shit, you know, and and have it make sense. Like, the water thing, (laughs) like, what? You know, like, it winds up being pointless. Like, (laughs) and, and the bracelet also... Spoiler word, she she comes back. Nothing has has any weight to it, really.
1: Like Right. Well no, she doesn't come back. It's set up that she probably will, okay. but she doesn't right, right, actually
0: right. return. There's there's yeah, the stakes of this movie are weird.
1: There are there yeah, are no stakes true. in this film. That's yeah. part of the problem. The problem is that when you're dealing with you know, when you kill Zaya and yet she still recurs throughout the rest of the movie, that's a hint that maybe there's something going on. And we know that Beck lives because it starts as a voiceover with Beck yeah. talking. So, you know, Again, in some ways, it's 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 weird that way, and yeah, there are very minimal. St- you don't care enough about any of the characters for their.
0: No, and yeah, we watched it. it. Like I said, this just this this just yeah, runs did. over your brain like water over smooth rock. I don't know how else to describe it. Like you're just <laughs> watching it, like oh, this is kind of fun, and then like it leaves it literally just no impression. Like,
1: no, I'm going to have no memory yeah. of this film a week from now, Anna. Like by the time. By the time our patrons <laughs> listen to this, if in the in the Discord, if they ask us anything about this film, I'm gonna be like, huh? <laughs> "We we,
0: we that watched that." I will that. remember.
1: <laughs> yes, we did. I don't you remember doing that. I, I think you're making this. Yes, exactly. Um, anyway, Set levels himself up with the bits and pieces from the gods he's slain: Toth's brain, Osiris's heart, Nephthys's wings, and Horus's other eye. Then he goes to Ra and bitches and moans about how hard it was growing up as the second favorite son. Ra tries to explain his tough love methods and how he wants Set to take over fighting Apophis. Set ain't having it, however, and announces his intention to destroy the afterlife in a bid for immortality. He overpowers Ra and takes a spear which unleashes the chaos creature Apophis on this life and the next. I want to go back to (laughs) Jeffrey Rush's Ra for a second. Because I did see something, and I want to make sure that I wasn't the only one who witnessed this. In the first scene in which he appears, he battles Apophis for the first time. Was it my imagination, or did the movie suggest that the Earth was flat? I didn't
0: suggest it, Dan. Um, the Earth is flat. It, it the was. The Earth is the
1: flat. Earth. The Earth is flat. Okay. So this is Dark City well, all like, over the, again.
0: The ancient Egyptians thought the Earth was flat?
1: Was I don't flat. know. Okay. Like, but I didn't like, look that, that was part the, up.
0: Like... I just was like, that I, was interesting I was just like, be, like, they're you know. doing, they're having a thing where they, whatever. Like, it's just, I was, again, we should take I was our video was of flat. this sometime because listeners, <laughs> the entire time dance talking, I'm just throwing up my hands in the air, gesticulating wildly. <laughs> like, what the fuck? All of this is happening. None of it makes sense. Like, it just, like, who's Apotheosis? That would the be buffers. a good name. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah, yeah.
1: Apophis is, the I know, be, is I see, like the... I know the, who it is. Actually,
0: the, I know who uh, it is. But uh, yes, like, you're right. What? Should we care? No, should we I will share. Is he the big bad? Who's the big bad? What is going on here? What are the stakes? Who's making who's it's, taking a risk? How does a god need immortality?
1: Why would a god have to... <laughs> that I didn't understand. Yes. No, no. This was like... I Oh, God. <gasps> yeah. It was... Uh, it was... It
0: was I, I just none of it. None incoherent? of it, none of it pe- like you're watching it and it's this thing where like you know what? It's like visiting Graceland. Although Graceland is <laughs> some people really like Graceland.
1: Be careful, you really like Graceland. Okay, I love I'm, Grace just, I'm
0: trying to go for something like that's really gaudy, you know? Yeah. And you walk around and you're like, yeah. Wow, this is really gaudy. And then yeah. you leave.
1: <laughs> it's Vegas. You described okay, Las Vegas. I, you're
0: right. Las Vegas is better than Graceland. My friend Tracy, who will not be listening yeah. to this show because she makes fun of my love for science fiction, but <laughs> she's a huge. She went to Graceland and like it changed her life. She like became you know a huge Elvis fan. So I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Not Graceland. Reno, maybe. Yes. Reno. It's like visiting Reno.
1: That's yeah. I would say Vegas doesn't quite do its justice. It's like Laughlin or yeah, Reno. You know, it, it's it's not quite. Vegas at least there overwhelms you, you with it. This, this is I, I
0: like I just, like yeah, Reno. No I like Reno as an example. All right. Yeah,
1: there we go. Okay. All right, let's close this god-awful plot down. <laughs> Act 4, the trolley problem in ancient Egypt. In the afterlife, Zaya declines Hathor's gift and urges Beck to return to the mortal world and help Horus stop Set. Beck and Horus force Urshu to take them to the top of Set's obelisk. As Horus battles Set as bait, Beck removes Horus' other eye from Set's armor. Seth throws him off and Horace faces a choice, save Beck or his other eye as both of them fall off the top of the obelisk. For the first time in the entire film, Horace chooses to help a mortal going after Beck. In making this choice, Horace learns he had the power to transform inside himself all along, and that his true destiny is to protect his Dan? People. Yes, Anna?
0: The real eye of Horace is the friends we made along the way. <laughs>
1: But despite this epiphany, yeah, no, died. I, he still doesn't succeed. <laughs> Real-life
0: Horus is the friend we made along the way. And he died. He died. <laughs> he died. He
1: died. <laughs> uh, anyway, with renewed strength from his epiphany, Horus defeats Set and kills him. He returns Ra's spear to its rightful owner, allowing him to repel Apophis. Horus gets his other eye back. Ra, indebted to Horus, offers up a favor from his favor pack. Horus asks that Beck and Zaya, mortals no less, be brought back to life. Ra grants his wish, and somehow most of the other gods are restored. Again, I don't know what the hell. Stakes? Going on what here, stakes? Hand waving. Yes, Horus is finally crowned king and declares an end to the Elon Musk rules for entry into the afterlife, which will now be paid with good deeds in life. Beck lands a cushy civil servant job, and I assume Zaya lives happily ever after. But who <laughs> knows? Because we never see her again. Um. Anna, I think you brought that. You you sort of touched on this in the the story behind the story, and you know this is Butler Vember, but I do think that Nikolaj Custer Waldau's movie career might merit a separate category because he, as Jamie Lannister, he's legitimately great in Game of Thrones. I mean, it's a fantastic role. It it you know there is legitimate character arc. Um, you know it. it I hated how it ended, mostly because well, like, everyone like, hated. Track, I mean, the last
0: like, he... last season yeah. of Game of Thrones just it should not exist. Right, right, it should right, just he... people should just it should be like the uh, apocrypha. <laughs> it should,
1: it should just not
0: be yes. counted. But he he brings everything <laughs> to that
1: role. His movie choices are um, not. Can good? you name another movie? Like, I, I, I
0: he was in a horror I movie can't. that I kind of liked, but I can't remember. The name. Mother? Oh, okay. No, not Mother.
1: Oh, he was in um, a comedy called The Other Woman. With Cameron Diaz and uh, Leslie Mann. And And how was that? Um, He plays. Oh, it was so bad. It was so bad. Yeah, he's in a
0: horror movie that I kind of liked, but didn't like enough to remember the name. Uh, And he's (laughs) and that quote from him is like, not great.
1: (laughs) No, it's it's. It feels like he's taking the roles that Aaron Eckhart is turning down, or he, something. And, and he kind of looks it's, like Aaron Eckhart. And he—it's
0: an Aaron Eckhart problem yeah. because do you remember the in the Company of Men, his first movie, Aaron Eckhart?
1: Uh, Aaron Eckhart—it's no, amazing. I've never seen that. It's it's Neil so Lebuto, good. Yeah. It's I've, such yeah, a
0: great movie, yeah, and yeah. uh, he he. I remember it was like it's it was like at either South by or Sundance, and it just made. Mm-hmm.
1: No, it took off. I remember that he, yeah, he, yeah, he's yeah.
0: dynamite in it, playing a. a a really interesting bad guy, right? The whole movie in the company minutes about Mm -hmm. misogyny and whatnot and company and capitalism, actually. Uh, He, I -hmm. feel now he just does like random shit. Like Aaron Heckart's just in stuff sometimes, you
1: know, it's really weird too, because like he was also good. He was fantastic in The Dark Knight in yeah. some ways. The Dark Knight doesn't work without Aaron yeah. Eckhart, and I don't know if he's been in a good movie since it, then. It, you know but, what I mean? Like he's just you know, in stuff
0: like sort of scenes, random, and you're like, oh wow, there's Aaron yeah. Eckhart. That's weird. He's in Wicker Man, yeah. like for ten seconds, and it, it feels okay. like Jamie Lannister is having a similar kind of thing. Like maybe he, it's like his he doesn't have an agent. He has an AI who like <laughs> is like generating maybe roles for him somewhere. <laughs>
1: It's possible. All I know is, is that, let me put it this way, I, Gerard Butler is okay in this film, but like, whatever the flaws of this film, he, he doesn't, he's not shouldering no, a lot of them.
0: No, no, And, well, the thing about the Jamie Lannister, again, I refuse to try and pronounce that name, um, <laughs> is that occasionally he looks like he might be having some fun, or something.
1: He occasionally does a line yeah, reading for There's like, like
0: a good imp- line reading every impish, once in a while.
1: Hence, every once in a while. But it's very rare. And
0: it's weird because he's, mostly because he's such a yeah. dynamic actor. He's such a someone you. He's he's hot and like funny. Yeah. And again, Jamie Lannister yeah. has one of the most interesting character arcs, I think, in modern television.
1: Right? Right. I agree. And yet,
0: yeah.
1: But that's. In some ways, you're describing. That's the problem with the entire film. There's a lot of hot oh, yeah. people in Yeah, this there film. is, actually. You know. And there's there's a lot of Chadwick Boseman. No such thing as too much Chadwick Boseman. I like. (laughs) There's no such thing as too much. Yeah, I mean, you know, good, good for all of that. But all of them seem like, as you say, slightly grumpy. It's, 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 it's a weird thing about green
0: screen and not eating enough. That is my, that is my analysis. You know, we have a lot of questions about this movie. Clearly, most of them (laughs) beginning (laughs) why, but I have yes or no question, really. Oh, okay. Dan, what is it on? Is there IR in it?
1: Anna, if I ever attempted to explain fully the amount of IR in this film, your brain would liquefy and come out of your ears, mostly because I would be torturing you. <laughs> um,
0: but yes, there actually is some IR in this film. How do you know film. that it's not, Dan?
1: <laughs> That's fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, wait, I'm seeing gold trickling down. No, See, excuse. I am a god. Yeah. Um, by the way, I, I okay, look, can we just stop for a second and talk about the gold thing, which made no fucking sense whatsoever. How does someone bleed gold? How is gold liquid? It it
0: does it I, make sense, Dan? No, it, it did, does not. We'll talk it about that in our next segment. <laughs> okay, fair
1: enough. Oh, that's right. Okay, fair enough. Spoiler. There is some IR in this film. Yes. I, I will say this: there is some IR in this film, and actually some of it is much better than the film itself. The film actually, to draw on another Middle Eastern thinker, suggests that Ibn Khaldun was right. Ibn Khaldun wrote a classic work of international relations, the Muqaddimah, circa, I believe, 7th century AD. It was sort of a how to guide for rulers, but essentially he sort of suggested there was a life cycle to the rise and fall of civilizations, that a civilization starts as sort of hard scrabble. And then, because it has that martial spirit, it builds up a, a civilization. But then everyone eventually gets kind of cushy, and bloat kicks in, and as a result, there's a decadence.
0: decadence. That's decadence so theory, could- Dan.
1: Yes, exactly. Yes. So you could argue that part of the reason Set succeeds in the beginning is that he's leading the hard Scrabble existence. He's living the more martial life. He is the god of the desert. You know, it indicates that it's not terribly fun out there. He's also honestly better at state building than Horus is. Because, like, there's at least scenes where he has, like, legions of troops and rewards them with gold. He knows how to pay off the key people. He's trying to please Ra. He's trying to please his soldiers. He knows that he's got to at least, you know, keep those people happy in order to be able to rule cruelly everywhere else. Whereas Horus is... In Set's words, a favored son of a favored son. He's accustomed to luxury. He's softer. He's insensitive. You know, two problems. Hence why he needs to be toughened up. At least that's Ra's theory. The more interesting IR even, however, and again, this was actually, I think, the best scene in the movie, is Ra's explanation when Seth comes to see him for, for why did Osiris get the kingdom where Set gets, you know, the, the desert. And Ra's explanation is that the test he had for Osiris was would he willingly give up power? And this is a real problem in both democracies and autocracies, right? If someone, you know, if you're in an autocracy, if you make a promise, you know, are you actually going to leave power or are you going to, like, try to hang on for dear life? And same clearly for democracies. (laughs) He's going to try to make a January 6th about Osiris. (laughs) I'm not going to try to make a January 6th joke. But the point is, is that for, for states to function, leaders need to be able to credibly commit. And to be able to credibly commit is when you say you're going to step down, you're actually going to step down. And so in that sense, that was legitimately interesting.
0: A mark of commitment is the willingness to leave, is a willingness to just stick to yes. whatever the commitment was and not extend or change.
1: Well, the key thing is, is that, yes, it, in political science, when you say credibly commit, the question is, is that if you say you will do X... There are various ways that in theory you can sort of demonstrate, yes, you're actually gonna do X. But it's tough, particularly for autocrats, to credibly commit. Because if you're an autocrat, the problem is you can say you're gonna do X, and then when you get to that point point, you don't wanna do it, who's gonna stop you from changing your mind? And so again, Osiris saying he's gonna step down and then potentially stepping down indicates that he's at least, you know, recognizes the dangers of going back on his credible commitments. So that's Doing better. some
0: fly fishing on the Nile getting together with his buddies playing go. dominoes
1: speaking of dominoes um anna i, I do have a question for you want yes dan is there a critique of capitalism in this dan
0: song? from now on this will be the way of things so you better get used to it <laughs> this movie's critique of capitalism is the weight of a feather <laughs>
1: Oh, well played. Well played. Now,
0: its main economic argument is literally that heaven shouldn't cost anything.
1: <laughs> well, it shouldn't cost anything of material okay. value. Sure.
0: Okay, to be fair. fair Which yeah. I was going to say, you yeah. could. I suppose you can read as an indictment of the commodification of pleasure, right? Yeah. But this argument exists in a system that's ruled by <laughs> gods who bleed gold. <laughs> Dan? The ultimate landlords. Yes.
1: Oh, oh!
0: I'm bowing. I'm holding my arms up in triumph. Thank you.
1: Oh wow, listeners! I wish you could see Anna. Like, like
0: I'm glowing. Like you almost I'm glowing. belong. In, I'm glowing. You belong
1: in 300 with this.
0: And with this also, thing. they yeah. just decree what heaven costs, one way or another. It's not a function of workers' rights, right? Um, and yeah, it, it yeah. reminded me of how some tech firms treat their employees really well, like have like foosball <laughs> and beer. Don't confuse libation with liberation. You can use that if you want. That's good. Thanks. That, that's uh, a good you are also, still being yeah. exploited. I say this as someone who worked at a tech company that had free bear on Fridays and foosball tables, <laughs> which I remember this is like I was this is, this is I was just out of grad school and working in the dot com, you know, Mm-hmm. boom yeah
1: yeah. Bubble. and i
0: remember even right. then i was kind of like well of course i just gotten out of grad school so my critiques of capitalism were like much more well footnoted <laughs> <laughs> yes. but re- you had, I, references I had better out references out for like page numbers and shit yeah sites. but yes. i remember being like guys don't you understand like this isn't making your job better this is just keeping you here longer like <laughs> <laughs> all right dan i n- i don't know why i'm gonna like inject some realism into our discussion. (laughs) But I'm going to because I think this is fascinating. Egypt, ancient Egypt, IRL, had a very sophisticated economy Mm. and elaborate taxation system. They may have invented the income tax, you know, for better or worse. (laughs) According Mm -hmm. to Herodotus, their advances in geometry, in fact, came from the need to figure out how much land farmers were using because it changed every year, right? Because the Nile... Right. you know, rose and waxed and waned and, waned, and it was different yes. every year. And so they had to, every farmer had like the same square of land, but the border of that land changed every year. And so right. it's, there's both Herodotus records it. And there've been a couple of papyri that document mm. the use of mathematics in, or geometry in solving that problem. They could find the area of rectangles, cubes, triangles, pyramids, and Dan circles and cylinders. <gasps> Which means, want to tell, tell the audience?
1: They, they knew know about, about Pi?
0: Well, they, they knew know sort pie. of about Pi. A thousand years before Archimedes, yes. they were wow. using approximation of Pi. I saw one person say, literally say it was dumb luck. I don't know how you could quite make that argument. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> that's, that's a little
0: weird, yes. Yes. There's an accounting of like how you find the area of a circle in one of the main papyri that have been found. And I, I just have to share the title that the author of this papyrus gave his description of various geometric, ge- you know, various geometry problems.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Directions for attaining the knowledge of all dark things.
1: Oh God. That sounds if, like If, if, craft. if
0: <laughs> geometry was called that, yeah. I think people would get a lot more mm-hmm. excited.
1: <laughs> pe- more, pe- way more people would. See. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, like I it would actually trig- be a great experiment to call it that. Yes.
0: Directions for attaining knowledge Direction of all dark things. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's, that's, such a, that's And one last oh, thing I will yes. point out is, this movie would not exist if we lived in a true free market economy. <laughs> <laughs> so I critique. would, I you have to give capitalism a little bit of credit there, although late capitalism is not true free market anyway. But there you go, Dan. <sighs> okay, true uh, literal landlords, literally oh, bleak bleak. old
1: All right. This being Butler-vember, we now are commencing with our Butler Mm -hmm. ratings. So, you know, we have three of them. The first is the Butler-Glower score, in which, you know, we go from one to ten. One being Gerard Butler in Reign of Fire, where he does very little glowering. And ten, you know, Gerard Butler in... I would say, gamer, frankly, where like, or like your standard Gerard Butler role, where all he's doing is just grimacing. Anna, what do you want to it's give It's
0: actually, me? it's like not near 10. I would say maybe like a no, six or seven, maybe, maybe, maybe five. I would go
1: lower. I would, I, I yeah. would give him a five because like there, he actually has some jokes here on occasion. He occasionally like seems amused by what's yeah. going on. So, yeah. you know. A pretty low Butler glower score, thankfully, which was which I like. I don't his I don't face like when he, when
0: he glowers. glowers. It just you can't see as much yeah. of his face if that makes sense. Like, and he's not right. he's not a bad looking yeah. person, and so it's nice to see more of his face. Right. So when he glowers, he like scrunches it up, like go. it loses it loses area. <laughs>
1: <So>. Yes. <laughs> okay. okay. and now there is the Butler Shouter score, which again is scored from one to ten, one being Butler's performance in Reign of Fire, ten being this is Sparta! Yes. Anna? Higher than
0: through? Glower, I would say. Yes. Uh, not quite yep. 300. Maybe maybe that's a
1: 7. No, but maybe I, this is a 7. Yeah, I would say seven, yeah. 7 or 8 for yeah. me, so yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. And finally, we have the Butler Gratuitous Violence Score, which is one for, I don't know, the sit, the rom-com, the, <laughs> the Ugly Truth, which is horrible, but like, probably to have less <laughs> violence. And, uh, you know... 10 being 300. Anna, what do what
0: you think? not very... This is... I mean, well, I don't know. Is this movie violent? The gods bleed gold. It's like... it.
1: <laughs> I, I'm going to give him a zero. I'm going to give this one a zero for the simple reason that, again, none of the violence yeah. looks realistic. Uh, and so, like, I... This can't is the take it least like, violent like,
0: and, 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 Gerard Butler movie.
1: Yeah, it very yeah. well might be. Like, like 300... Which is also has the sort of green screen issues to some extent and like I don't know it, at least there's a consistent vibe there and the violence is real like you, or it, it's stylized but like you know you can tell what's going on this it's just no yeah. I don't care
0: I also feel speaking of scores I failed to mention this doing the story behind the story so I, I need to say it now yeah. previously gamer was our lowest rated movie we've ever talked about <laughs>
1: <laughs> the depths Yeah, it's a uh,
0: 15 on Rotten Tomatoes. So, oh
1: man, I wonder what Geo Storm gets. I'm i have I'm terrified for next week. And okay. that little
0: bit of information. Oh. Ping, oh. ping ping ping! Pow pow!
1: It's raining on the on <laughs>
0: It's time for the debris field, where we talk about the things we haven't already talked about. Dan, there's so much debris in this movie. Like there so many is. things I wrote down that we have not talked about, and I don't, I can't decide <laughs> if I want to talk about them. Because the movie's so pointless that, you know, yes. I, 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 one thing I'll say is the weird tone of the movie. There are times when they yeah. talk in what is, you know, movie ancient talk, right? Like sort mm-hmm. of it's weird, like stilted, Britishy, not quite these and that. Your eyes are as
1: beauty as the emeralds in yeah, 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 the yeah, Nile yeah. or something. And then yeah, there's yeah, times yeah, that yeah. they,
0: yeah. like at one point someone says that contract wasn't worth the papyrus it was printed on which is a terrible <laughs> joke which makes no sense there was no papyrus the, the, it the makes deal no he's sense. talking about too there's no papyrus. it's like the deal between horace and beck there's no it, whatever
1: oh it, right it, yes yes and then yes, there's right.
0: something that's genuinely funny but also just bizarre toth is like examining you know the essence of uh this thing that he's looking at and he says what is its mystery, yeah. its essence, its truth? And Jamie Lannister picks it up and says, it's <laughs> lettuce, which is hilarious, but what the fuck? Yes. You know? <laughs> like,
1: yes. That's no, like from a
0: different movie. The, the humor,
1: <laughs> yeah. And that's in some ways the problem. The problem is, is that the tone is all over the map with yeah. this film. Uh, my thing was, uh, I I will say the, the thing that made me laugh the hardest in this film, which I still don't know if it was intentional or not, but so Rufus Sewell plays Urshu, And at one point there's like a fight between Urshu and Beck. And Urshu is feeling pretty good about himself because he's got like some sort of gold armor, which means he thinks he'll be able to like get to the gods. And right before Beck kills him, he says, Oh, by the way, you know, Apophis is like destroying the afterlife, so you're not gonna have a chance of that. And literally the sound Rufus Sewell makes is, What? (laughs) And then his throat is slit. I I I couldn't believe they actually kept that in the film. It was like a it was like The Simpsons. (laughs) In that moment, but it was just a. Um,
0: there's also the one point uh, I think it is Ra that says every god's life has a journey, which is a sort of um, <laughs> getting us to the friends we made. The real life of Horus is the friends we made yes. along the way.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I also think that I should have noted that any time a movie starts out with extensive voiceover, that is a bad sign.
1: Yeah. Yes. Usually that is a, that's a, bad, a bad sign. sign. I think the first clue, beyond the vo- extensive voiceover I got that this was going to be an incredibly stupid film, was when you first see Horace waking up and the servants actually sing "Glorious, Glorious Horace." I don't know why. I was just like, "Really? We're starting with this?" Okay, okay. Now I know what I'm in for. It was it was good prep.
0: Yeah, there's a lot, but so there's a there's, there's supposed to be this buddy movie. Vibe between vibe, Horace yeah. and Beck. It, it doesn't ever really Back, right. click. But there's this one time where gels. they're bickering, and Horace says to Beck, "You'll reach the bottom of the mountain much more quickly than you reach the top." Like I'm going to, th- I presume he's saying I'm going to throw you off. But one right. usually reaches the bottom of a mountain before, like, quicker than you reach the top. That is actually how <laughs> gravity works, both that's, when you are falling gravity. and just walking. <laughs> just it's easier to walk down a mountain.
1: There's no way Toth no, says that. To I you, that. I guarantee you. Which does lead, to, I will say, like so something I legitimately like in this film. There's a scene where you see Toth in his, I guess, pyramid of operations, and you don't just see one Toth; you see a thousand Toths, like you know, sort of like all doing different things. They're like, I guess, his minions or something. It's a legitimately fascinating scene, and you know. Again, like it's one of the few things that I actually thought worked as sort of like an interesting. Like,
0: Apparently, they filmed guess. like there's some green screen, some you know uh, doubles, but actually he did a lot of that, yeah. and like it took several days. Um,
1: so I can imagine.
0: Yeah. Yay! Again, there's no such thing as too much Chadwick bosman You know, R.I.P.
1: That's true. Quickly, like Hathor was somewhat sex positive, I guess, but I did like her when she said, "I'm the goddess of too much." I thought that was. Actually like that a too.
0: All right, Dan. I think we have given this movie way more attention and time than we deserve. I, agree. I do. We should start again yes. next time with our next time we talk. Let's say up top whether people should watch the movie before they listen to the show. We should start doing I that, that because terrible. I'm going to tell you now, don't bother. Yeah. Like shouldn't have said this. No, this but isn't don't bother worth
1: watching. Yeah. What are we talking yeah. about
0: next yeah. we're talking about? Geostorm! Yes. And I actually, you know what? I, we haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it. I think people should watch it because I think that they will have more fun with our review if they watch it. Well, I may revise that opinion. We'll find find out. Until then.
1: Keep this channel open for more.